You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick, and I'm here today uh, live from Detroit, Michigan, with Maggie Durthick of the Girls Gone Vinyl Project and two of the DJs who play her party very frequently, Rebecca Goldberg and Super Dre. We're going to be talking to all them a bit later, but uh, for now, we're going to go right into the mix with Rebecca Goldberg. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Now, 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 now
listening to Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've been in the mix with Rebecca Goldberg. And now we have quite a few people on the mic, actually. We have Maggie Durthick and Jenny Lafemme here from Girls Gone Vinyl. And Rebecca, of course, and Super Dre, who's going to be playing for us a little later. Um, I guess we should start with you, Rebecca. Um, so you've been DJing how long here in Detroit? Uh, it's been about seven years now. And what was what was the first rave you ever went to? What's what got you into this? Um, I think I missed the rave part of it all. I I'm a little <laughs> bit of a, a younger generation of DJs, so for me it was radio that really exposed me to dance music, and I'm really fortunate that um, when I was growing up. I had uh, some really good DJ influences still on FM radio to listen to. Um, I'm more of like a, a club kid, I guess. So who were who were your favorite radio DJs? Um, definitely Stacy Hale, Hot Wax Hale. I used to listen to her on DRQ. Um, I used to go to Jenny Lafemme's parties when I first started going out in Detroit, and uh, really just any any influence I could get my hands on especially we have a, a lot of women in the city that are influential so. yeah on radio especially mm-hmm. I mean Detroit I think is really blessed with amazing radio still to this day when I get in a cab to ride around the city there's always absolutely amazing music on and it's just the radio in Detroit like not I, I feel like most cities in the US don't actually have that so true um Let's see what else. So you're you're producing now as well. Yeah, you, you um, me your record a little earlier. Someone talk about told that? me a long time ago that after DJing, eventually you would hear things in your head that didn't exist yet. So you'd want to find a way to put that out there. Um, so after making a little bit of money DJing, I started buying uh, some analog equipment and building a little studio in my house. So. Yeah, I put out my first record um, a couple months ago on the Detroit Underground label. Kiro kind of took me in and gave me that opportunity. Yeah, so. I know Kiro. That's a long, that's a long-standing label. It's a good label. Um, so, what, what's the? You, you use a different alias on this record. It's not. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's called Three One Three Acid Queen. The concept was to kind of take the tradition of Detroit acid techno and uh, bring it to contemporary times. And I think there are people that have kind of perfected the genre already. So I wanted to put like the 2016, 17 twist on it and, you know, bring my own style to acid techno as well. Yeah, I mean, I feel acid is super broad in a way like a lot of people think of it as just these tracks with a 303 but i think it's more of a almost like an attitude and approach and energy um so yeah i think there's always like it'll never you can always make new acid music true Uh, i'm also really interested in experimental music and um noise and sound samples so the track we're listening to now was like a field recording i took on my iphone with you know the sounds from analog drum machines so uh just it's a reflection of like today's technology and that classic sound as well 
Yeah, Maggie was telling me earlier that you do, aside from DJing techno, that you actually do more experimental performances as well. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Um, and um, I guess like part of the reason we're all here today is because of this uh, Girls Gone Vinyl project that Maggie and Jenny do. Um, would one of you like to, just for people out there that have no no idea like what is this what is this project about when did you start um okay so first of all i like tear up whenever i listen to these girls i'm like crazy (laughs) thank you maggie and jen cool (laughs) um 2006 i started girls gone vinyl um what happened was it was a it was around the time of movement and um social media was really coming into a more um broad spectrum and and on MySpace you could like list the music that you listen to and like what you like and I was meeting these girls from all over the world that were into the same thing that I was and then a lot of them were coming to movement that year I think it was still Detroit Electronic Music Festival that year I don't even remember I think back then it still was yeah yeah it might have been the fuse in year who knows so um, anyway it was 2006 and they were having a hard time of getting booked or even knowing where to get booked and if they reached out to someone there they were getting just not even any responses so I was like um I had started my own production like promotions company that year and I was like well I guess it's just time to have a party with all of these cool women that I'm meeting from all over the world um, and give them a space to play so it started off as a a way like to be a collective for women to meet um, while they were all here in, in my city um, and then be able to start opening the lines of communication with them to each other uh, all across the world so they could start to, to build their own networks. Then we fast forward five years later, Jenny and I knew of each other in the city. She's DJing, I'm throwing parties and we met and then Jenny also does a lot of uh, film production and television production and she was like, well, why don't we just make a movie? And I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) And we raised a bunch of money. We went to like five countries, filmed maybe over, just over a hundred women and a couple men all over the, the industry, booking agents, label owners, most importantly, DJs and um, producers as well. And now here we are sitting here in 2017 and really nothing has changed. And we have to still have the conversation and we have to still bring um, awareness to, to the women, not so much because it's like anti-man or, or anything like that, but so young women that are starting off have something that they can see that is like them and people that they can meet and approach to get into this business. Right. I mean, you say nothing has changed, but do you feel, I mean, I feel especially in the last couple years like we're we're very far from where we need to be for all things to be equal but it feels like there's a huge movement from clubs and festivals and i'm sure we're seeing like saw this past weekend reflected in the movement lineup everywhere like there are it seems like probably a far greater percentage of females included on lineups than when you started this project six years ago 
Well, let me take this. Um, actually, if you count, it's not far more percentage, and that's what what's okay. interesting, right? So when we say when Maggie started the parties in 2006, it was highly inspirational for myself and many other women, right? In 2011, when uh, you know we met and I said, I have a production company. Let's take this bigger. Let's make this conversation broader, right? That year, we counted festivals lineups, and it was less than 10% women on major festivals. Guess what? If you count now, it's still less than 10% women. Right. And even though it seems like there's more conversation surrounding women, the percentage hasn't changed. So you feel like it's just more conversation, but not It's action. more conversation, right. It's more conversation. And it's not for the lack of talented women out there, right? The world is 50% men, 50% women, right? So Correct. until we even get to 20, 30, 40%, we're going to get happy that. But we're still at that 10% mark, if not even less. Right. I challenge all the people to count how many people are playing and then count the women and do the math. Right. And how, I mean, how do we improve this or how, what are you like how how does how do we change this? I think the improvement comes with the more conversations they have, the more women get inspired, the more women get out there. But I think it's also about club promoters and festival promoters making a conscious effort and knowing, hey, we need to book more female artists and not just book them. Give the ladies some headlining spots. Right. Right. Yeah. Headli- we want to <laughs> see women headline. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I mean, there there are some festivals that have like are doing better than others but yeah there's there's still uh, a long way to go i mean i would argue that social media has helped things tremendously for i mean for myself as a promoter just i, I just awareness of artists in general which i think extends to females as well um, and as much as it helps, then look at what's happening with like uh, controversies around Nina Kravitz or Nastya, right? Those women get called out on social media by I the know, same way insane. by being pretty faces, right? Versus being still judged to this day. I mean, they've proven themselves over and over and over again, right? But yet there is all this conversation that's still being had about how they look versus how they play. Or I being know, yeah. label owners or festival mainstays yeah (laughs) i played i actually i opened for dina in new york uh a month or so ago and she was absolutely phenomenal like anything that anybody has to say to discredit her as an artist i just i can't and a lot of people have and i've actually been singing particularly her praises for months now because she absolutely blew me away she's an incredible artist um so to get back to the girls gone wild uh, girls gone wild. Girls. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest girls thing gone that vital. could have possibly happened. <laughs> we were waiting for that, right? <laughs> when I came up with the name, I was always like, "That was a big time of that." group girls gone wild and i was like i I really want to see how many people i can confuse and connote a different feeling about women and where they should go (laughs) okay so you you started this the the original idea was you threw parties you wanted to make a movie um where where's the project at at now 
Well, the project is in uh, 400 hours of filming that we've done. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you've, if you interviewed 100 people, that's an incredible oh. amount of material. Which puts us at a very daunting task uh, that we've been going through in the editing stages. So as we cut the film, we decided that this year, actually, we're going to start putting some short snippets, short interviews out there to just start getting the content out there. And we're really, fingers crossed, working very hard on editing the film and hoping to have it out soon. But in the meantime, you're going to do like a web series? Is that like how? Yes, little web series. Yes, with like two, three minute short pieces from from what's going to be in a movie or some other content that we filmed. Cool. And for people who want to check this out, where where can they look to see these things as they appear? It's going to be, well, it's hard to tell, probably on our website. So Girls Gun Vinyl. Uh, dot com so but we don't know yet so <laughs> we'll yeah. keep you guys posted <laughs> so follow our uh, facebook page probably girls gone vinyl so we'll let you know okay great sounds good well um thanks for joining and we're also going to talk to super dre it's been quiet over here <laughs> you're gonna dj next yeah. um how how did you get involved with all these people um, I, to be honest, don't actually remember how I met the two of them, but it's been it's been a long time. So I actually haven't lived 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 in Detroit that long, but I'm a Michigan native. Um, I'm actually from the west side of the state. Okay, whereabouts exactly? Um, so I grew up in South Haven, which is like I'm not gonna point to my hand like everybody from Michigan does because you can't see it, but it's literally <laughs> all the way it's all the way on the lake shore. We're basically like we're actually closer to Chicago than we are to Detroit. But my family's from Detroit originally, so I came back and forth a lot. Um, and then as a like as a teenager, like I remember coming here a lot. Like a lot of my musical influences came from here. Um, to be honest, I don't really remember how I met either of them, but I know it was just through like music and like a general like we had like a similar love for things. Because yeah. I remember, I think like I tried to bring Jenny to Grand Rapids. I don't know if I ever did or not. It's been so long. I don't know. <laughs> but I yeah. <laughs> But I remember Maggie just from like parties and stuff here. Like I remember coming to play here, and then that's kind of how I met everybody. So. But it seems like it's all working like through this friendship community. Yeah. Helping each other, as opposed to everybody trying to compete with each other. I I feel a lot of that is missing in electronic music, and a part of that I think is actually the whole uh, male ego thing so it's nice to see a bunch of women helping each other out instead of yeah just well that was maggie's whole point honestly from the very inception of it right from a very beginning and authenticity of her creating those parties that was her mission and that mission really has played out throughout the years and you know something to note actually about this year there is four all-female parties happening during movement because we have disc woman Although they're throwing Servito in there. Um, but, you have Disc Woman, you have the CJ Takeover, you have Girls Gone Vinyl, and then you have um, at the Queen's Dick Bar Party. on Sunday night, it's oh, called yeah. Dick, which is funny. And oh, I, yeah, Minx is playing that. She mentioned that yeah, uh, last so week. It was a. Um, you know, it was kind of a cool show out this year during movement to see that many female parties. And you know what? It kind of speaks to the point of where are they finding to play or the fact that they want to do it with each other and work with each other. And there's such a different energy at times um, when you do have a lineup that is like that. It's, it is a very much a camaraderie thing versus a showing out. Yeah. And that's good. And that's... Uh 
progress, I would say. Um, I guess, does anybody have any other like future releases, projects, anything you want to shout out while we're on the mic here before we get into the mix with Super Dre? Um, well, this is actually one of my tracks playing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been listening to your tracks in <laughs> yeah. the in the background for throughout the interview here. Yeah, so this is one of mine right now. Um, I plan on putting out a project. I don't know if it's going to be the end of the summer or the beginning of fall, but it will be this year. <laughs> and that's on your, your own label? No, so I'm actually doing some label shopping right now. Yeah, okay. doing some label shopping. Maggie is actually helping me with that. Um, because I'm kind of busy so uh, yeah so I'm hoping at some point it's like I said either late summer early fall this will be this will be done so cool um, speaking of Red Bull I've got a show coming up at Red Bull House of Art next month uh, it's a a John Cage rave we're calling it it's kind of oh a merge yeah I saw a flyer for that somewhere of uh, experimental music and uh, techno together so john cage is a big influence of mine and the other people involved in the show as well so that's uh coming up in the middle of june just keep an eye out here in detroit yes and one more thing so we're encouraging all the female uh djs out there we're putting out a lot of mixes on soundcloud and mixcloud so we're always looking for some great mixes so ladies get in touch with us send us your mix you know we would love to put it out yeah and they can find you on facebook soundcloud yep, yep. girls gun vinyl on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe we should let uh, one of these tracks play out and then get into the mix with Super Dre. All right. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, no, Bunker. thank you all for joining. Thank you. And uh, we're here from Detroit. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio, and we're about to get into the mix with Super Dre. Extra, extra, you can read about it. Everybody talk about it, hear about it, see about it, dream about it, extra. 
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've been in the mix with Super Dre for the past 45, 50 minutes or so. Amazing set. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Rebecca Goldberg, who played earlier, and from Maggie and Jenny from Girls Gone Vinyl for joining us for the interview. Really cool show. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks back home in New York. Again, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank you. 